Mood.tv I just enjoy that you like football. I haven't watched football in years. All right. You made a liar out of me. <laughs> I thought you like football. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. You're like, I'm a Giants fan, but I don't watch football. I, nah, I don't, I'm, you know, it's been a long time since I was into football, but I do like Terry Tate, office linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. Um, all right, everybody, get ready. Because this is, let me ask you a question, the podcast. We're in it now. Now it's official. We're doing this, guys. Men. Oh, are we? Yes. It's happening. I have... Oh, we, I haven't introduced you yet. This is EJ5000. How's it going, everybody? This is Greg Man. Two sons! <laughs> two sons? Two sons. Oh, two sons. <laughs> two sons! Two sons! I love Hyundai two sons! It's <laughs> <laughs> not Arizona. I love the car. That sounds like a great ad for a used car lot. Hyundai SUV Tucson! Tucson! Do you remember uh, the Brown Dob Kia commercials that were around? He's like, and I want to see it in a Brown Dob Kia. Do you remember those? Oh, no. Oh, you just but I, I do. Like, as soon as you said the rhyme, I was like, that definitely reminded me of something, but I didn't know I want to see you in a Brown Dob Kia. I love it. I love stuff like that. I want to do used cars. I should be a used car salesman. I think I'd be good at it. Every time I see a, a, a car commercial, I'm like, how much money did you spend on this? Because you could have given it to me and I could have given you a better product. That's what I don't understand. Unless they're really not paying a lot of money. Yeah, right. Every time I see Anthony, I'm thinking, how come you're not a used car salesman? <laughs> you already kind of dress like one and you're very charismatic. <laughs> What would it take me to get you in this car? Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Do you think Anthony, Anthony would be like, listen, let me tell you right now. I will let you shit on my chest if I get you driving out of this car. Because <laughs> that, that's the kind of salesman I am. That is a funny sketch idea, I feel like. <laughs> See, I just think that's actually what you would do. <laughs> what are you into? I want this sale. <laughs> want to hit me? Hit me. <laughs> you think there's something I won't do to put you in this car? Try me. You want me to hit you? I'll do that too. Whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy Marquez is sitting in the back right now. He's on break, but he'll come out. That's like I had those uh, cube car, whatever the car was, the Soul, and it had those muscle hamsters in it. You guys remember that that campaign a couple years ago? Muscle hamsters, bunch of muscle like, hamsters. Yeah, for Kia, Kia Soul. I had buddies work on a yeah Kia Soul. I had buddies do a like an integrated marketing shoot with a Kia Soul, and they just they kept taking pictures next to it as if it was like a Fast and the Furious car, but it was just a big joke because it was a Kia Soul. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I do have a question for this Let Me Ask You a Question, and it's a New Year's question, because this is our New Year's Eve episode, everybody. Happy New... Is this New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? This is going to come out New Year's Eve. hey Yeah, so while you guys are waiting for the ball to drop, put my hack on. Everybody should listen to us while their balls drop. <laughs> Happy puberty! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to adulthood. You're ready to listen to La <laughs> The charm of a six-year-old's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That creeped me out today. I'm not going to lie. I was listening to it. <laughs> it is creepy, but it's funny. It came out a lot less creepy than I thought it was going to. It did come out. Uh, I would say it came out just as creepy as I thought it would, but <laughs> it still sounded okay because of, I don't know, I guess context. It was still very creepy. <laughs> it's a little creepy. If you were to chop that conversation up and just put it on different parts of the internet, I think it would look really bad. 
basically yeah. if you got put on the news with that comment you would be fired from everything yeah, definitely. Especially if they chopped up, chopped it all up. Well, which makes me think, in 2019, I'm going to chop up that entire episode and put it on t-shirts. <laughs> new year, new you. You get to see Anthony's face saying all sorts of naughty niddles. Well, all right. We have a new, I have a New Year's question. I, this has been real top-heavy again, but we love top-heavy. So we can answer our question quickly. What was your worst New Year's Eve ever? Hmm. Because I feel like there's often the expectation that New Year's is going to be really like a really fun party, and sometimes it's just not. Well, I have—I mean, I have one that jumped right out to me, but it's because I was unable to participate in New Year's. Um, so I don't know if that's really what you're looking for, but I will say that I had some friends getting together. I think this was high school time. Actually, I think it was uh, senior year because you guys were not around. I gener- I feel like I generally was New Year'sing with you guys yeah. mm. uh, while you were mm-hmm. around. But that year, you know, you're all off at college and I was a year younger. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. But my buddies were all hanging out at my, my friend Danucci's place, which if, uh, if anybody knows or if anybody remembers is like, uh, I think I could throw a football since I'm on top of the hill and he's just down the hill to hit it. And all of my friends are there. And I get some sort of stomach bug. Oh, yeah. Where I am, like, on the throne with a garbage can in my lap. Yeah. Like, that style. It was rough. And I just remember I was in my, my basement bedroom at the time, and probably about 8.30, 9 o'clock, and I was like, all right, well, this sucks. I can't go hang out with my friends, but I guess I'll just, like, take a nap and wake up when the ball drops. And I set my alarm for, like, 11.45 and woke up at 12.02. Oh. Yep. And was just like, really, New Year's? Really? The best. And, like, you know, promptly got up out of my bed and did both things once again. But so that was a pretty miserable New Year's. That sounds pretty bad. Coming out both ends, right? Both ends. I mean, I, every time I was sitting, I was hugging a garbage can. Did you shart? It was really bad. Shart at all? Um, oh, man. I mean, yes and no. Like, I didn't, it didn't happen like as an accident, but like, that's because anytime I had an, like, an inkling, I'd be sitting on the toilet. Yeah, and there was definitely a couple of like, there are probably farts that fired off, and we're not. <laughs> it was really rough. It was one of the worst stomach bugs I ever had. Oh, I know. I have. I have. I so empathize. Whenever I have that problem, I always shart. There's always a shart involved because I think that the bug is passed, and I oh. go, and I have a fart in me, and I go, well, I'm not going to go to the toilet for a fart. And every time mm. I shit myself, you'd think once bitten, twice shy. No, I'm not shy from that. But now you know, because we have the song, right? Which song? Never Trust a Fart. Oh, Never Trust a Fart. Yeah. Right? Lamayak. Go listen to our Lamayak song original. It's true. It's true words, and Anthony's disproved it again. Mm-hmm. Especially after a, a scenario as such. I still don't agree, but that's, you know. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> Greg <laughs> thinks he's better than that. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I know when I can trust my own farts. Promise me that when you do shit yourself... I will absolutely text you and be like, hey, my pants are dirty right now. You are right. I'm going home. <laughs> That'll be the end of the text. I like how you're pretty sure you'll be out. <laughs> well, I don't think it'll happen when I'm home. If it's going to happen... Because like if I'm home and I'm like, I don't know, I'll just go sit down for a little while. Like It won't, it won't happen accidentally at home. That's just what I believe. That's when I sharted. I was at home. Yeah. I've always been at yeah, home. I feel like if it happens, I'll probably be at work. <laughs> no, that's not true. I don't think I've that much. Because Greg just rips ass at work. So that's why he's like, you know. Yeah, you just <laughs> sit there and blow holes in your chair at work. No, but I, I, I will take a, 
you know, if I need a bathroom break, I go. So I go. I guess so. Then I guess it won't happen at work. And actually. just to fart, just just to rip big old farts. I mean, if I feel it, yeah. Like I mean, I work in a in a like a box of a room with no windows. So yeah, I'm I'm not releasing <laughs> in that room ever. That's the best room to do it in. Not that's almost like the shower. Ever. I'm not going to say I haven't, but I will say that when I have in that room, it was a, like nobody was around, and I was like, whoops. Like it was like a squeaker. I wish we called farts buttles. <laughs> like a rebuttals if you fart twice? <laughs> or blowing buttles. Blowing buttles? But I like rebuttal. Yeah, totally. I mean, that'd be like if I farted and then you farted, yours would be a rebuttal. I rebuttaled. The rebuttal. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> we should write a, a blowing buttles song. There you go. I uh, I don't have uh, almost even like even my my worst ones are kind of like just fun because they're good stories and so I I'm gonna try to go with the one that's kind of similar to Gregor Man's no sharts involved but it was kind of like a non-event uh, when I was probably younger than ten uh, I got babysat a lot by this kid who we refer to as crazy long hair kid his mom. <laughs> um, we were good friends. He was really into wrestling, so I got to see a bunch of Summer Slams and stuff like that, pay per view, which was pretty sweet. So I was over there because I think my parents were going out to probably like the community centers thing because they always had a thing where just people would get freaking hammered and had a good time. And so I, I think we played uh, one of the WrestleMania games on Super Nintendo until like ten thirty, and then went to sleep, and that was it. <laughs> and, and like I had already, like ever since I was a baby, I stayed up to see the ball. You know, it was so that was like, well, oh, okay, that's a limp dick New Year's for sure. It was, it was, yeah, pretty lame. Was he like, okay, guys, it's time to go to sleep now? Yeah, did he say go to sleep? I think the mom was, the mom was really. Like, she was super strict. She like she would just yell at that kid all the time, even if he was doing exactly what she was yelling at him for. And then you guys, I don't know if you remember him later when we were in. Uh, Graphic arts together, Anthony. That, that kid's brain got scrambled from all that yelling. I think. Wait, which? What is his name again? Crazy long hair kid. That's what you called him. I did. Pretty sure. Yeah, this kid. He he was in graphic design with okay. us, and he okay. always sat with his head down. And uh, I don't remember him at all, man. Eh, My memories well, are shot. Hear that, Thomas? Nobody remembers. You. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Thomas. you, Thomas, and I wasn't even invited to your New Year's party. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's doing well. I really do. He's yeah. He had yeah. He had some struggles. So he's been forgotten. I think he came out on top. Let's hope on the top on the top rope. On the t- he's dropping elbows like Harzang Austin. Harzang, <laughs> I love. I used to love that name. That's the best name, dude. Harzang has a championship belt in his respective wrestling division that he is in. Man, I, I, still, I am. Show. I am a firm member of the Zanga Nation. Zang Nation. Yeah. Does he Shout have out? To Harzang. Does he have stories and plots? Do you have stories and plots all the way down in wrestling? I mean, I've seen some videos and like he's, you know, they're they're doing interviews and stuff and I'm pretty sure there's stories and plots, yeah. Oh, I love that. I mean, what do you, they all have stories. That's what wrestling is. It's That's not what, like, yeah, wrestling, they yeah, professional, <laughs> professional in quotes, meaning from the top to the bottom, like professional wrestling is professional wrestling. I think it's, it, it is what it is. That is so interesting. I love seeing his posters on Instagram, man. It's great. Shout out to the Zang Nation, man. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to try to get him on. We got to get him on the show. That I will. I, I'll reach out. Do it for sure. I'll reach for out. Sure. Zag Nation is killing it, and that'll be my favorite New Year's where we talk to him. <laughs> I don't know. Be I mean, why aren't you a wrestler? Speaking of wrestlers, you're swole as fuck, brah. I uh, I think I missed my calling. That's why. would you be a wrestler? 
I am a wrestler. His name is Bo Dallas. Look him up. It's me. Oh, no, I have. I remember I posted your head on yeah. his body. Oh, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it, like, almost didn't look Photoshopped. <laughs> yeah, totally. You're a regular Bo Dallas. If you didn't use a, a picture of me in a beanie, it probably would have, like, if you took the picture of me with my hair and, like, the half ponytail right now, right. I would be Bo Dallas. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but, no, to answer your question, EJ, I think I may have missed a calling. That would be a good calling. I would definitely come see you wrestle. I would want Anthony as my manager, though. I'd manage oh, the yeah, fuck out of you. I'd want you to be like my Paul Bearer. Like, yeah. <laughs> totally pictured him in Paul Bearer makeup, too. <laughs> the Gregor Man's gonna come and he's gonna get you. <laughs> Is that how they talk? That's, That's how, how he Paul, Bearer, Paul talk. Bearer talks. He was the Undertaker's dude. It's Paul Bearer? Not Yes. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, he's, he's the Undertaker's uh, manager, so he was... Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer. <laughs> he always had to earn. Obviously, I didn't understand that until I was an adult, but then I was like, wow, incredible. That's really funny. <laughs> you got to earn it. What are the odds that that guy was born with that name? <laughs> 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 I would love to come see you wrestle. I would love for you to walk me to the ring. I would love to be there, yeah. I'd be happy to sit in the corner and, and whisper sweet nothing. Do they whisper sweet nothings into each other's ears? Nah, generally the managers like try to do something. So you'd like come in and hit, hit the good guy or the bad guy, depending on if I was the heel with a chair. And then you'd hit him and it would like break over his back and he would be unaffected and you would then receive his signature move. <laughs> I don't want to receive anybody's signature move. You're getting signature. I'm sorry. If you're my manager, which if I'm a pro wrestler, you are, you will be receiving signature moves. What do you think was the most painful signature move? Ooh, that's, that's a whole episode right there, honestly. That's true. That's true. Because I wouldn't know. Like, I mean, I don't know that many. I know. Well, well, the question would be then, are you like, <laughs> if you performed one of like the signature moves, like for real, what would be the most painful? Or just like of the signature moves that exist, what is the most painful? I think the latter. Okay, so like in, in terms of like wrestling, even though it's, you know, even though obviously it's very physical, but it is fake and planned, even though it's planned, what is the most painful? Yeah. Razor's Edge by Razor Ramon. Actually, probably the Razor's Edge. <laughs> Absolutely. I bet you people broke necks using that one. You probably slipped the disc every time you got slammed with a Razor's Edge. Yeah, right? Could you imagine if I went around New York razor ed Razor's Edging people all day? <laughs> But people knew. They're like, oh, shit, that guy just razor edged that guy. Yeah, dude. Or they're up there and you're like, they're like, oh, no, I'm about to get razors edged. Like, I want there to be a whole YouTube channel of me walking up to elderly people and razors uh -huh. edging them. And then, and then when I slam them down, in their face. You, you've got, when, when they slam down, then, like, you see text come on the screen. It's like, boom, razor's edge. <laughs> and then you turn to wherever the camera is and just, like, kiss your muscle. Yeah. And flick a, flick a. Flick a uh, toothpick at it. But I would dress up like the brain fuckler. Do you know the brain fuckler? Nope. He looks like he would be a wrestler. But this <laughs> is how he's I... He's wearing a Harry Potter scarf. Oh, wait, no, that's Baby Cakes. Why did that come up? Yeah, it's Baby oh, Cakes. The... Oh. It's from Baby yeah. Cakes. It looks like he's wearing a Harry Potter scarf in this animation. Anyway. Why is it not finding the brain fuckler? EJ, I would also say in the same vein as the Razor's Edge, the choke slam would probably be pretty rough from any of those seven footers because... Even though you're not actually being choked, you're still being dropped from at least seven feet in the air onto your back. Yeah, that's nuts. What's that one called again? That's just the choke slam. Oh, yeah. Who did the choke slam? Uh, you got the big show. Kane did a choke slam. I, I want to see the Undertaker well, did right? a choke yeah. slam. Undertaker had like a lot of different finishers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> choke slam. 
I mean, if like I don't, you know, the stunner definitely. If it was like real, the stunner would be pretty painful. But like in wrestling terms, it's not. Did Ric Flair have a signature move? Oh, the figure four. Actually, that is very painful. Yeah, that is. <laughs> if you have ever been administered the figure four leg lock, it is not fun. Because that was a tap out situation. <laughs> that was a tap out situation. Your calf would like if you'd feel like your your calf would explode and your shin might snap in half with the figure four. I used that on my brother on occasion when we were children. And it would be one of the few moves where I would achieve victory. I remember that. Man. I remember being around for those. Because, like, you do the sharpshooter, the sharpshooter doesn't really hurt. It looks cool, but it doesn't hurt. The figure four leg lock is legit. <laughs> so if I made a YouTube channel of me dressed as the brain fuckler running up to people doing that in New York, would you, would you watch it? Um, yeah. I would, I would, but it wouldn't be as, as, as exciting as if you were giving them the razor's edge. <laughs> it's always the razor's edge. That would be in between me watching your other YouTube channel, uh, Release the Kraken, where you just crack your bones. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. I got to start that. I got to start that up. Maybe you can combine. And then the follow-up to the Razor's Edge, which is where you get your ass kicked by people who are not appreciative of being receivers of the Razor's Edge. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Can you imagine just me maneuvering them into position? Like how taken by surprise <laughs> they would be? You'd tell you the tongue them. You'd be like, hey, just, just, just hang on. Just, no, no, just hang on a second here. Just, we're just going to spin here real quick. And now you're up, and I'm going to slam you on your back. <laughs> I like, I just thinking, what a great scenario it would be if you like went to a swing dance class and people are like expecting you to do like do the swing, but then you just pick them up and then sit and do the races. <laughs> the Brian Setzer Orchestra's playing, and Anthony's just like jumping, jive, and then just racing. Oh my God. I would love it if there was a whole. <laughs> YouTube channel of me razors edging Lindy Hoppers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so intense. It'd be so easy. They're like half asking for it. It would really ruin the party too. All right, that's a good place to take a break. We'll be back. My New Year story is another vomit and shit story. The same thing. I was in, I was in Chicago, and have I talked about this on the show before? I was in Chicago and I was playing the Adams Family musical, and I started vomiting, and I scream when I vomit. I'm a screamer, so I was like, and puke was flying out of my mouth during a song called "Death Is Just Around the Corner." (laughs) Wait, it was mid show. Mid show. Yeah. Were you at the were I you was playing at the, the keys? Yeah, I was playing. And <laughs> Death is Just Around the Corner is the song that's playing. And so the audience that's close is is hearing them sing, Death is just around the corner. And they hear like ugh, ugh, ugh. And the Chicago people still talk about it, supposedly. Did you continue to play? Uh, I got up, I started yakking into a nearby trash bin. And the keyboard two player had to come over and start playing my book, and he butchered it so badly that I was laughing and screaming and throwing up. 
<laughs> and he mit- he's he's on the wrong. When you're playing keyboards, often you have different sounds. It's not just a piano, but you'll be playing an organ, or you'll be playing some weird synthesizer sound. So there's all different sounds. And his o- the only thing he had to do was play this big-ass organ solo that sounded like a giant church organ, and that was the only music playing for that scene change. And he totally has on the wrong patch, so it sounds like something... It, it, sh- it, shouldn't sound, it should sound nothing like this. And I'm vomiting in the corner... Meredith's there too, just FYI. She was in the pit that night, so she's watching it all transpire. I'm yakking in the corner. The guy's butchering the music, and the musical director who was conducting just turns to the keyboard two player after the scene change, and her whole comment on the whole thing is, really? (laughs) (laughs) But not to you, to him. To him, yeah. (laughs) She shut him down so hard, and I'm like... You're like, what, has your keyboard one player never vomited uncontrollably in the middle of a show before? <laughs> you fucking amateur. <laughs> you got to play to win. He was not playing to win. I mean, hey, not to be a jerk. That's why he's keep playing keyboard two in Chicago. Yeah, that's right. Not the musical, the city. <laughs> that's what I mean, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. That's why he's located in Chicago and not the greatest city in the world. Yeah, exactly. Stay, <laughs> stay in Chicago. So they all, Ch- they're all going to remember me there. Supposedly, it comes up sometimes. The guy that was vomiting during death is just around the corner. <laughs> and, it, and I was so loud. It was so loud. And then, you should have ca- just collapsed at the end. And this is New Year's Eve. And then the caveat, I mean, not the caveat, hmm. the, the, end of the, the end of this story, the punchline, is that after the show, Meredith starts vomiting everywhere, right? And oh, then... Oh, no. because you're grossed out? Or she's grossed out? Or because she's sick? No. Because we all had food poisoning. And then we get back to the place we're staying. And the two guys that I'm crashing with, another college friend, Mark and Justin, uh, they start vomiting and shitting too. And so we were sharing one toilet. And that was New Year's Eve. Wow. In a hotel in Chicago. The worst New Year's Eve. There's another New Year's Eve that's pretty bad. And that's when I missed a flight because I was too drunk. I missed a flight in the morning, had to book another flight, and I was sitting on a shitter in the Detroit airport when it turned midnight. Wow. That's a pretty bad one, too. That's hmm. depressing. Then there's the Did other you just one. you run out and kiss the first person you saw? <laughs> I should have. No, Meredith was waiting for me. She was picking me up at the airport to go and hang out in Ann Arbor for a couple of days, but that was just the most... Do one more loop, Meredith. I'm still on the can. <laughs> So depressing. That was a really depressing one. Then there was the one in Philadelphia where I was, uh, at some point in the evening, I was sitting outside on the curb and I was upset because somebody told me magic wasn't real. Did we talk about that with Nick? Yes. In Philadelphia, you said this uh, was, yep. right? Yep. That was, was in when Philadelphia. you were really drunk, right? This was the first time you were very drunk. It was like one of the first times I was ever truly hammered. And I had vomit all down the sweater. and. Oh, and somebody told me magic wasn't real and I was crying. That's pretty bad New Year's, too. All these stories, Anthony, they remind me, got to play to win. You got to play to win. Yeah. It's the best. All those you were playing to lose. It would be the best T-shirt to be on somebody that's like really passed out, puking all over themselves. Like when I woke up in that hotel room on tour once and there was blood all over my face and I had pissed myself and puked myself. Wow. You called it a hell room, by the way, which I think sounds very appropriate from what you said immediately after. <laughs> it looked like a hell room. There was, probably, there was blood all over the floor, piss in the sheets, vomit on the walls. I destroyed that place and everything. Oh, man. 
I hope I left a good. Do you tip. tip these people's when? Oh, I, yeah, okay. I always tip. I always tip really well. <laughs> there was another say. time where I started vomiting all over the bathroom walls on a tour, and I went to leave the bathroom, and my roommate had gotten up and locked me in, and he said, "You're not leaving until it's clean." Of a hotel? Yeah, of a hotel room. I would have said I got a fifty in my wallet. Just let it go, bro. Nah, because we were lived together day in and day out. This guy, you know, he would be in there in the morning before the cleaning people would come. Oh, oh, that's. I mean, that's different. I thought you just meant like you guys were leaving. And no, like, no, no, no. Those poor cleaning people aren't going to do this. You need to clean. I'd be like, no, I got money. I'll leave it for them, and they're going to. Oh yeah, me. in that world, I definitely would do that. But no, we were staying at places like you know weeks at a time. Oh yeah, uh, no, you're going to clean that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I often, and if I'm staying at a place for a long time, like a month or weeks, I only get the place cleaned like once a week. I don't get it cleaned all the time. I feel oh, bad. No, yeah, yeah. Do not totally. disturb all day. Yeah, yeah. I, there's so many people the on fucking tour that'll just have the room cleaned every day. I do put my clothes in the drawers. I'm near that long. Huh? Yeah. Totally. I probably wouldn't. Even if it's a month, I think. I mean, um, I did two weeks. Mm. I did two weeks in Hawaii, and I did not take my clothes out of my suitcase. Yeah, I would take it out at that point. Definitely. A month, probably. Two weeks, maybe. Well, anyways, that was. Uh, I've had some bad New Year's. It turns out. Yeah, that sounds awful, dude. Yeah, I feel like I've had a lot of good New Year's. Unfortunately, sorry, I can't contribute more like you. I've had some. I've had some really good ones. I mean, I, the Kennedy Center. There was a gala at the Kennedy Center. That was fancy and swanky. That was probably the most fun I ever had on a New Year's. Yeah, but there, there, nice. um, there's not that many good ones. <laughs> I got a name drop one. I had. Uh, I was living in Eastern Pennsylvania at the time. I was like doing nothing. I was not in New York. This is post living in New York. I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'll probably just spend New Year's with my parents. One of my friends, uh, Greg and Man too, his Jaffrey Lalo. Nice. Name dropping. He was like, Yo, uh, dude, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, nothing. He's like, Well, for New Year's, if you do you, do you want a gig? And I was like, What do you mean? He's like, Well, Courtney Love needs a guitar tech. Oh, we've mentioned this on the show before. Have we? Okay, yeah. well, got to do it again because like it's just super cool. So anyway, got paid an ass load of loot and got to guitar tech for Courtney Love at a really nice hotel in New York on, uh, on New Year's, and it was kind of fun. That sounds like the best. The story gets more complex, but that's for listeners. Write in. Be my friend. I'll talk to you the personal stuff. I can't share everything with the world. Yeah, he'll text you his personal stuff. Yeah, that's right. I'll let you know. If you really the- get in there, he'll text you some of the girls he tries to date. Yeah. <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> they are gems. Yeah, Tinder folks, send us your worst Tinder matches. That'd be something fun. The people That'd that, be fun. You know, if there's someone that you think is a deplorable, please send them our way. If you think yours are bad, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> like Anthony said in a hell tell, I live in hell PA. Oh, my God. Doesn't that. roll off the tongue as nice, but it is absolutely true. <laughs> that hell tell. Man, that night. I'll never forget. That was so, I was so messed up. I, wa- water smelled like vodka for weeks after that. Oof. That was so bad. I had like burst a blood vessel. I mean, I was right out of college. I was 22. I had burst a blood vessel in my eye. It was like one of those kind of things. Oof. Wow. And also for the whole night beforehand, I would say things to people and I would keep telling them to come closer. <laughs> oh no. And I would say closer. <laughs> Such a creep. And then I would just and then I would just whisper really weird shit to them. You're a creep. What's really weird for you? Because you know, it's probably really, really, really weird. <laughs> it was probably weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember what I was saying. I just remember being told about it the next Something morning. Like, hey, 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 I love your child's laughter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which by the way, EJ, I decided that's what the t shirt should be. It should be Anthony's face 
with the quote, I love your child's laughter. <laughs> and then host Anthony at the bottom. <laughs> I got to start telling people to come closer again. Maybe even a bold and underlined your. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I'm not going to lie. I wrote that down because I thought about it way at the beginning of the Nice. Episode. There you go. <laughs> And you gotta you gotta play to win. We'll be on the back of the shirt. I was playing to win, and yeah, that will be on the back. Yeah, <laughs> that's even more. Yeah, you, <laughs> you gotta play to win. It should actually not even on the back. It should be I love your child's laughter with a big picture of your face. Dash host Anthony, and then in very small text on the bottom, it should say you gotta play to win. <laughs> that would be also a good T-shirt for getting executed in. I love your child's laughter, or you got to play the win. <laughs> Depends on your crime, I guess. A little, little column A, a little column B. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's another week of my egg. Well, speaking about these wacky t-shirts, where can you get them, guys? You can get them at moot.tv. Moot.tv? Yep. You shop. Click on the shop page, and you know where they're at. Make like Joel. We're ever thankful to Joel. He did, he did buy some swag. And you, you should Joel. make like Joel, and you should buy some swag, too. And you should wear it on yourself. Uh, we have a poster that we have, we have a leading supporter of swag, and right now Joel is miles ahead of everybody. It's true, crushing it. You ever see that show? Nailed it. Yeah, it's. I was just. I put on an episode today at work. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I heard it was really funny. Watch yourself, season one, episode six. It's where they have to make a portrait of themselves on a cookie, and then they have to make a Trump bust for the final challenge. Nailed it. Really enjoy that one. But we, me and my wife are actually in the middle of watching the holiday season right now. It's so good. <laughs> show is amazing. Like the, the shit they have them make and what they come up with at the end is fantastic. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Netflix, but we should be. Watch it anyway. Do you ever say nailed it when you, when you fail at something? Always. Because yeah. <laughs> better than just going, nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the best. I would love to really fuck up subbing on a show. Well, like that day when you vomited and you're playing and then like at the end, you're like, nailed it. <laughs> I was like, nailed it. As it's coming I actually out. prefer to yell nailed it at other people. Like if they trip, I'm like, nailed it. Oh, they must be so mad. Or when you're doing the razor's edge to some swing dancers. <laughs> nailed it. It's, like I was, it's actually what they say to you from the ground afterwards. They're like, nailed it. <laughs> like I was sitting in a coffee shop in L.A. last year, and some dude comes in, and, and mid-smile, like, we make eye contact. We do, like, you know, a nice friendly smile, nod, and he face plants so hard <laughs> while he's smiling at me. He, he goes right down, and he gets up. And it's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He gets up and he sneers at me. So mad. Uh, uh, at you? Like yeah. I think fault. it's just... Be- he face <laughs> I think it's because I... Like, I, he knows that I saw because we were literally making eye contact. So I think he was just really upset with himself. But it was so or funny. Or was it because you yelled extremely loud afterwards? No, I didn't yell anything. Nailed it. But I, would, I should have. I should have. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been the best. And then I'll give him a Gotta Play to Win t-shirt. And if you face planted, feel free to call in and call 929-352-6173. Leave a message. Let us know. I mean, we've had a hundred and what episodes now. And this will probably this will be on New Year's Eve. Let us know how your New Year's went. Please, please do. Especially if it was really shitty. Yeah, and tell call in and tell us about your worst New Year's ever. We want to hear all about it. Or best. Just call in. Or best. Just, Just call, call in. in. Give us a message. We 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 are enjoying the messages that are coming in and we will we will address them. Every time. 
because of repetition, 929-352-6173. 929-352-6173. Was that 929-352-6173? Oh, it was 929-352-6173. We will put you... Uh, <laughs> are you trying to sing some... So, hold on, we got to save that. That's for, that's for another time. <laughs> that's a teaser right call now. That's in. Call in. call a teaser, ladies and gentlemen. It's coming. Call in and we will put you on the air. All right, let me ask you a question. Podcast at gmail.com. You should definitely email us. You should find us on Insta and Twitter at Pod. And that's it. Now we got, we got it all, right? We got it all. We're having a ball. And it's dropping. Happy New Year! Yeah! Happy New Year's, everybody! Mood.tv Let me tell you right now, I will let you shit on my chest if I can get you driving out of this car.